Don't worry. He's, he's only got so much battery life. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's and then Barney's just like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> like he's gave him all those begging strips. I gave him two begging strips and a and a ball, and he's like, all right. For him. For him. For him. <laughs> Varden feeds all the various neighborhood animals. I got him to shut the uh, fuck up. Got Bayou the cat. We got Barney the, the hound dog. <laughs> it, this is like a, an old Disney film. <laughs> Welcome to $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Barnum. Joining me today, as always, Big Mike. Yep. Toll Bear. Present. And the reason why we're sitting outside, and you'll hear possibly uh, the going-ons of, of Sunset Park today. Uh, Cookie. Cookie, why are we sitting outside? You're sitting outside because your boy Cookie enjoys rugby. Uh huh. He enjoys hitting people. Is really what it is. Do, do you hear that going on in the background, for, Cookie? Yes, I do hear that. And do you know why we're, we're we we hear this? And and all the people that listen to this podcast, they're going to be like, I would love to hear this podcast very clearly. I would love to hear the the sultry tones of 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 Chris Tolbert, crystal clear. Well, I, and what I would say to that is that we have 83 other episodes that they can listen to <laughs> where we sound crystal clear. Well, well, there's well no, it's more like 80, <laughs> probably 80. There's a couple in there that weren't very good. Yeah, any of the ones that we've done on... on uh, Snowball. Snowball, any of the ones that we've done on Zoom. Oh, the Shark Tank. Yeah, uh, the, the Shark Tank wasn't bad. I like it. It, it definitely could have been better. But, yeah, but the Shark Tank, the, that was one year ago yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah. You got the ramblings of Matt Davenport in the background. Well, it, it, it's good having having Matt Davenport on this show adds a little flavor to it. it does. A little spice. It does. J- just like having a hound dog bark and uh, your neighbor cutting down some stuff with a uh, an electric chainsaw. They, at least he had the wherewithal. He knew that we were recording the podcast. He didn't use his his gas chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be doing too much. Too much. Uh, so, how was your rugby game yesterday? The game went well. We played Camp Lejeune, a.k.a. Onslow County. Uh, we beat them 30 to probably 18, 35, 18, something like that. We didn't really keep score. It was more of a friendly. Um, it was a good match. I'm sore. Both of my legs are cramped up. So how was uh, – it was very rugby-ish during a pandemic. You, you got to – yeah. Yeah. It was very uh, – it's a hard-hitting game. Let's just good, say that. Yeah. good. I think my lip may still be bleeding right now. No, nah, I thought that was a herpy when I looked at it. Yeah, don't hey, come on now. Don't put that air <laughs> on there. Don't, don't put that negative air up like there. <laughs> so, so you you feel like uh, after after a rugby, you feel like you got hit by a car, yeah, yeah. and you probably got trucked. Did you get trucked at all? No. Uh, no, 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 no. There's some we, big boys out there. I was there out there were, earlier, and there's some big dudes there, on that side, man. Some big dudes. I will say though, what I should have done, I had this guy. He had a long beard, and he was coming right at me, and my hands accidentally got caught in that beard. Oh, my God, Barney. What are you doing? (laughs) And he said, don't you dare pull me down by my beard. Why didn't you do it? This much of me wanted to do it. I was just wanting to bring him down by that beard. So it was like a Braun Strowman beard. Yeah, it was a Braun Strowman beard. But I knew it would have started the fight. It would have gotten crazy. 
so you can't probably stop the whole. You know, match. with beards like that, he was probably all right. You should have taken your your aggression out of out of him. I should have hit him with one of those like Minoru Suzuki elbows. That's right. And just knocked his ass out. We also had one guy try to hurdle us at one point during the game. Like jump over? Like jump over? Like I'm talking like it Madden never works hurdle. Out good. <laughs> no, <laughs> it never didn't work well. out. Yeah, he almost broke his neck. Did somebody catch him, pop up, power bomb him. I was thinking about it, but no, he we called his legs and he just flipped over. Okay, like an idiot. Talbert, what did you do this week? Well, I hung out with you last night. Uh, you did, yeah. Out- outdoors. Outdoors. We had a very good Thanksgiving at Davenport's house. It was amazing. They moved this whole Thanksgiving table outside, and uh, we had a limited, very limited number of people there. It was a good time outside. Davenport's got an awesome garage. We watched Tim build an epic craft beer uh, wizard staff, yeah. which I will post on the Instagram today. If you don't know what a wizard staff is, it's when you drink a beer and you tape the beers together as you drink and it just grows and grows and grows it's very college frat boy uh yeah we <laughs> showed up we showed up about uh 3:45, 4 o'clock and he was already seven beers deep <laughs> and and like ipas like strong Craft beers yeah, yes strong. it was like a, a dale's uh mix pack oscar blues, <laughs> pack, oscar yeah. blues mix pack <laughs> nice um but yeah great food last night um went down to the pitch check things out it was nice to set up fly trap and see some people play on it um, I did not jump in the, the rugby cesspool yesterday. I, I left in a timely fashion so there I could was, finish cooking. There was an actual pool on the field, so I understand. There was. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, there was from gross. the hurricane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, no, it was a good weekend. I had off all weekend. Now, before I get to the final uh, participant here and, and, and talking to him about his week, I just want to call him out. I'm going to shoot on him for farting on my girlfriend <laughs> last night. What, what, what the hell happened, and why did you wow. fart? Aim your anus wow. at my girlfriend. I mean, it was more and like I just took a step and she was sitting there. Sometimes they fall out, man. Especially yeah, after all that her? food, dude. You don't, you don't have control. No, I saw her, and I. It was just one of those things where it's like. So you consciously farted on my girlfriend? No, it, it was, was probably her mac and cheese that made it him was fart. Me trying it was to delicious like, mac it was and cheese. I was reaching for something, and I was like, oh. And it just happened. I mean, it slipped out, and then you farted <laughs> in my face. That was that was because you farted on Elliot once. That was years ago, bro. It just is. What it was is. that a receipt for? Yes, yeah. <laughs> been holding on to that one for a while. <laughs> a, a wrestling you receipt. You don't know when it's coming, but it's coming. It's a receipt. All right. So uh, let, let's talk about this. Uh, tell me a little bit about y'all's desserts yesterday, because you guys did have a dessert showdown. Mike, let, let's start. Well, actually, let's well, start well, with Tolbert. Well, Mike and Allie had a dessert showdown. I was shooting. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I, I just showed up with a cake. <laughs> But uh, I made a cream pie, Boston <laughs> cream pie, uh-huh. <laughs> to be exact, Wilmington cream pie. Uh-huh. Um, it was delicious. Uh, definitely need to dial in the recipe a little bit. But uh, what, why? Uh, what, what do you have I to would do? Like a, I would like a fluffier, lighter cake, maybe. Uh-huh. Uh huh. My first go around, my cream wasn't stiff enough. <laughs> I had to reconstitute my cream and uh, re-stiffen it, so it took some extra time. Uh, and my chocolate. Glaze was a little thick, <laughs> for my liking. Could have used a little more, uh, a little more half and half. All right. Well, <laughs> this episode's now rated X. <laughs> uh, Mike, tell me about your your uh, your pie that you pie. made. I made a bourbon <laughs> apple pie uh-huh. with homemade ice cream uh-huh. and a bourbon caramel sauce. All it right. was delicious. So I I did try both, and I do think that both of them were very tasty. Mike's, uh, I will say. 
I, I was originally thrown off by Mike putting raisins in there, and I think that And you complained about it for about an hour. Yeah, yeah he yep. wouldn't shut up about it, and I'm like, Aaron, just try it. You don't taste the raisin. The I raisins didn't even know are there were raisins in it. Nothing they, says white man cooking they, like <laughs> throwing in raisins. They, they absorb the booze, and you don't taste... The uh, you don't taste the raisin, you taste little nuggets of bourbon. Well, let's put some put some raisins in it. It's, it's, it's it, it honestly it tasted very good, and also I guess Tolbert's cream pie tasted <laughs> delicious. Vanilla. Wait, it was there any sexual innuendo in your? Not at all. No, it was just a pie. No, mine either. And really, just just desserts. Just just, just desserts. desserts. Well, it it was a very tasty thing. Anything, uh, Mike? Uh, did <laughs> what did I do last night? Uh, tell me uh, ab- about what I did last night that you thought was pretty funny. Uh, the karate thing. <laughs> oh, I yeah, almost so, forgot about this. So, Aaron, we're trying to start a fire, and we're just using Davenport scrap wood. Aaron, well, pull- well, they were trying to start a fire yeah, before they were, that, they were doing and failing. So we pull out some of Davenport scrap wood. He's got this piece of it's like four by four inches by half inch pine, and it was about foot and a half long and Aaron at first I thought he was joking he's like I should karate this I'm like all right I'll hold it and he goes and I thought he was just kidding and all of a sudden he's like winding up and getting ready for it and uh he failed you hit it with a Buddha palm I was very impressed with the force there was a lot right of force the behind there was a connection it was like wow I honestly felt like my hand yeah. flattened out like he cracked felt- he cracked it he did not break it oh, he, he put did, a little it just sounded like you cracked. that it. board was sturdy as hell oh, okay <laughs> it sounded like you cracked I could have built a shelf maybe that, that was your one. wrist you cracked I'm not uh, sure I cracked something no, it, it was the fat of my hand <laughs> splattering on on that board it did not uh it did not break it I, was, I think that they're working us, like, when they break those boards. He Somebody, wasn't even his one beer in yet. For the yeah, night. I had one beer. I had one beer last <laughs> night. So you guys should be, like, proud of me last night. Oh, so you were drunk. I was hammered. <laughs> they, they, uh, Jasmine had to take me home. I was naked. I was, like, you know, walking around, just throwing up on things. No. Puked in the front yard? Uh, yeah, it was awful. <laughs> she had to hold my hair while I was throwing up all oh, night. Oh, God. Anyways, uh, speaking of karate spots, we're going to talk about Mike's match here in a second. For the first matchup of the evening, Mike has got the wild-eyed Southern boys against the Midnight Express. That is correct. The Wild-Eyed Southern Boys Midnight Express. This is an NWA U.S. tag title match on WCW. I, it was on a pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah. No date. It was the early 90s. No date. Okay. I'm, normally the date is my thing. Right, yeah. Um, I should have given you the date. So opens up. Wild-Eyed Southern Boys are coming to the ring. Full Confederate garb. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah d- tell me about it. It's like bedazzled. Well, I, I would say it's, it's Confederate Southern. officer garb. Right. Right. Okay. So, you know, they're little uppity Southern boys. <laughs> um, they got the Confederate <laughs> flags on their ass. They got the hats, the whole whole shebang. Because, yeah, Confederate soldiers you didn't really have uniforms. They were right. just wearing whatever they could get. Right. Um, they're the good guys. Yeah. Well, and, and they're in Baltimore, which is, is, is Baltimore. Can we get a confirmation? Is that... South or north Maryland, of the Mason- I think, technically was a southern state. So they are south of the Mason-Dixon. No, they're north of it. Half of it? Uh, half half? 
It's it's right on it because it's like Virginia is the Mason Dixon line, right? I don't know. Yeah. Like, wait, I don't know anything about the Mason Dixon. I didn't. I, I, All I know is like paying attention. Maryland it's really didn't have slaves, but they were tea. part of Like the once you pass that, you can't get sweet tea or good. <laughs> potatoes. Right, right. I don't know. Anyway, but we okay. can talk about other things you get in in Baltimore in a little bit. All right, so <laughs> they're the good guys. Okay. And then you get the, the Midnight Express come out, Jim Cornette, beautiful Bobby Eaton, and uh, Stan. Stan Lane? Yeah, but what's what's his thing? Stunning Stan. Oh, no, it was, uh, yeah, anyways, just. Anyway, they come out to the ring. They're, you know, full mullet garb, right? Cornette's got his racket. It's very a gold racket this time. Wait, we, we also did not bring up who the Southern boys were. Uh, Tracy Smothers. Uh-huh. And then some other guy. Steve Armstrong. That's it. So his brothers, he's got multiple brothers. The Armstrong family is almost like the Von Erichs or or some of the other families in professional wrestling. One of his brothers is Road Dog. Okay. And one of his brothers is the is the res, uh, is the referee. Uh, Scott Armstrong. Scott Armstrong. Okay. So there there's all these brothers. There's like four brothers, and then their dad's name was Bullet Bob. Are they all like QAnon conspiracy theorists? I, like I, I don't Dog? know. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll find <laughs> you know out. Who Bullet Bob is? <laughs> Bullet Bob just actually passed away, so oh, Bullet Bob is gone. Bullet Bob. Um, so they come to the ring. Cornette's doing his classic Cornette thing. Um, they're the bad guys. They're the current title holders. They were the. They were saying they were the first people to hold the U.S. and World Tag Titles at the same time. So you know they're trying. They're good. Um, you know, it's the Midnight Express. What do you expect, right? Greatness. Uh, yeah. So, you know, the, the match starts, and it's, and it's all right. Wrestling, it's tag team wrestling, right? Yeah. For how much, like, crap we, we and then some of the wrestling community give, like, the the made-up tag rules in AEW right. and, like, all this sort of stuff, man, it was, it's chaos. Like, it was just, like, two on two for the first, like, three and a half minutes of this match. And I'm watching this. I'm like, I thought this was Midnight's Express. I thought they were the ones that were supposed to, right. you know, keep it. So I was a little turned off by that. And I was just like, oh man, oh, wild. But we get a couple decent double team moves. So, like the Southern Boys do this double shoulder tackle. Yeah, Very it's great. Good. Yeah. Um, but further on in the match, we get a little karate spot. You mentioned it earlier. And this, <laughs> I think this was my favorite this, thing well, in the world. Like, this is like the only memorable thing from this match. And they get into it's Tracy Smothers. And Stan Lane. Stan Lane. Stan Lane actually trained Tracy Smothers. Oh, in karate or wrestling? I, probably a little bit of both. <laughs> um, and so they're you know posted up in the middle of the ring and they got their uh, taekwondo karate stances. And, uh, and then it became just like the karate kid. That, like yeah. when the points, like uh, what, what is it? <laughs> And uh, I was waiting, and Stan gets Tracy a couple times, and then uh, Tracy figures him out. Goes, Stan goes in for that third point. Tracy counters it, kicks him in the face with pretty a back good. kick. Yeah, it was a back heel kick. It was pretty impressive. Was Tracy he RVD'd him. Tracy moved a lot better in his younger days than he did recently. Yeah, were were you surprised about how like uh, Tracy was as a worker back in those days, as opposed to like what, what, what we've, we we've what watched? watched <laughs> you mean it gets odorous? <laughs> yeah. The last ten years of Tracy's mother's life, um, where he just bashed. Yeah, you. I mean, I think it's. I think part of it is just you know any of those '90s, 2000s guys that were a little bit older that you're like. You know, thought they were just badasses or just, you know, did certain movesets because that's all they could do. Right. And you go back and, like, watch their WCW stuff from the early 90s, and you're like, oh, man, these guys are really good wrestlers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I was, I was impressed with the Southern boys. Eventually, I mean, 
so they're you know it's classic wrestling right you're getting the shine you're getting the heat you get the comeback and uh so the southern boys are about to get it right they're, you can tell the, the arena's going getting raucous and uh but classic Cornette takes a couple cheap shots with the racket tracy right. gets beat up a little bit gets thrown back in the ring going for something he's about to hit another move and then he gets kicked in the head during a ref distraction small package some other boys lose the midnight express rides on as champions so now do you think the south will rise again after a match like that um they probably had more of a chance then than they do now <laughs> okay 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 but uh overall it was enjoyable entertaining 18 minute match between between two good tag teams. Yeah, it's nothing I would like rewatch. Now I I've saw a couple moves that like I I was watching and I'm like you know what I think that the uh, FTR did that move in. I have I, I there were a couple I can't remember what they were. Right. But I, I remember going that was unique and I've seen one other person one other team do that and it was FTR. And it was FTR probably last week in the match there, that there, we we, there, we saw. Well, yeah. So I mean the Southern Boys have a move that kind of sets up almost like a. Um, like a heart attack. A heart attack? Where they have somebody up. Yeah, yeah. But instead of facing away, they're just facing at yes. the guy, and he like, kicked him. Yeah. Um, there was another one where they have the guys like holding the guy's legs. Southern boys are holding the guy's legs. Arms and like neck are on the top rope for the guy who's about to receive this. His Southern boy's partner jumps over him, cross bodies the back. That's yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's some different th- kind of things that you don't really see because most of the time you're watching two singles wrestlers pair up as a tag team. Right, and and not know how to work together properly in a, in a tag team fashion. Exactly. All right, Mike, uh, give me your uh, social media update. Oh, shit, I didn't even prepare for this. Um, what, what, did you, what did you expect? It's Masters Week. I mean, yeah, it's, I, dude, I've been thrown off. You didn't ask me what I did this week. I watched <laughs> golf. Um, yeah, because we knew what you did. I went golfing and watched golf. So... No, because you farted on my girlfriend's head. I farted near her. It wasn't on her. Mm, okay. All right. Um, 145 followers for Tolbert. Yeah, so what? That's even. Gained a couple this week. No, Actual I think he, he's gained he a, a bunch. In oh the yeah, last you week. know why? Because we didn't even talk about it. Oh, Aaron's, we did not even talk about it at all. Aaron, all right. So this week, social media. You know, oh, twi- it's a Twitter, part of social Twitter media. and Instagram. We did it. Whatever. It's fine. Um, Aaron was able to film and play basketball. We cookie. Um, and I teamed up to try to take on Tolbert and Aaron in a grudge match basketball game. Things didn't work out as planned. Yes. Yeah. What, so what, what happened there? Tell me. No, what, no, no, no. You tell me. But because I did my job. I knocked his ass out. He was done. So, apparently. Yeah. 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 yeah talk to heel. me. I'm Mike, also dead, by Mike the way. Turned, so I can't be like bringing Mike, this up. Mike turned heel on Cookie, and uh, you know we we kind of planned it. I slipped like a few bucks before the game. And it was planned all along because Cookie was talking shit, but we didn't know he had the Dawson brothers in his back pocket. Yeah, when when you called them, did you like automatically have them up? Because you just all you did was you didn't even look at your phone. You just raised it to your ear and said, "Boys, did you already have them?" Well, I had a feeling. Were they on the line the entire time? I knew someone was gonna turn on me. I had a feeling it would be Mike because he was my tag team partner. I didn't Uh think he would chloroform me. But I knew he would turn on me. Oh, somehow. that wasn't chloroform. That was that was hand sanitizer. I, I gave uh, it to him from my fanny pack. Oh well, either way, knock my ass out. But yes, I had him on speed dial because I knew something was going to happen. Anyways, <laughs> so I am apparently dead right now. Back, I was on my way back to my home. I think planet. you got scared and just ran away because we were filming it in Sunset Park. I think he ran home. 
I did. I did. I did. As soon as you uh, saw the Dawson brothers. As soon as I saw the Dawsons. Wait, no, I was. I, I did have a full disclosure. I filmed everything, so I was trying to. <laughs> he forgot to record his bit. Uh, yeah, and, my and bit of my death. He tried to call the Dawson brothers. He used his hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, bring, bring. Bring this it was, it was all maybe, perfect, and then he uses his hand. Maybe we'll get Aaron to like cut together uh, outtakes. I think the outtakes would be amazing. Like, we, 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 there was a couple that, that were just awful, and then. <laughs> so anyway, we, we we put it we put this video together. We got three thousand views on Facebook so far. Yeah, man, we got three thousand views, and we, I think we got some uh, a we bunch a couple, of follows on Instagram yeah, because of it. some actual people, not other podcasts no, or, or sex bots. Podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying because yeah, our, our Twitter is up to like three oh seven, but I think it was like another podcaster too that followed yeah, us. Followed us this week. I mean, you know what? It's hard for Twitter. It's hard to put out content videos. Because they have to be under a certain length. I think it's two thirty, two minutes and thirty seconds. Well, that and the, I mean, it's just like they change the whole algorithm. So unless you already have a following, it's hard to try to build one up on Twitter. I think we're gonna, we need to put our bread and butter into the Facebook and the Instagram. Yeah, I mean, like I think from here on out, we need to do more skits. Uh, well, we, I think we've got some. We've brainstormed a few. I definitely awesome have a couple. Around. Yeah, we, we we have some ideas. I, I think, think a barbecue competition is in the works. I think we're gonna have a a, a two dollar bake. Uh, off in, in a little bit too. I think that that would be a good one between our guys. Have a uh, like a competition with that. The barbecue does sound good, and I think that one may be easier to film. Yeah, if we're doing it outdoors. And your back deck is pretty much a wrestling ring. Yeah, so, so perfect setting. You could paint it up. What paint it up like what, Cookie? Like a wrestling ring. Well, what do you mean? Tear down these posts and put yeah. up some ropes. Yeah, put up ropes. <laughs> <laughs> Howard Varnum, like you, you cut to Howard Varnum and he's crying because he put so much effort into this this back deck. Yeah. Uh yeah, so I think that it it turned out to be a very fun and exciting uh little skit this week. Absolutely. But maybe we got some followers, we got some we definitely got some new eyes to the podcast that that had not been there. Now, did it translate to listeners this week? <laughs> not so much, but we got some new eyes on our podcast content. So that, that that's good. Anything else, Mike? Uh no. I think yeah, I would like to do more skits. They're fun and they're easier to do. <laughs> than what? Than this. That, this is not hard. <laughs> it's not hard, but it's time consuming. Well, so is a skit. That skit took us two, two hours. hours. It did take us two hours because Aaron's not a good producer. Now, Aaron's a great producer. Once <laughs> it got going. So here's the deal. We we wanted to do it at a basketball court. Aaron's a poor planner, too. I'm not a good planner. He's a terrible I'm planner. I'm a reactor. That's that's how I, I, I my my entire skill Aaron, set Aaron is based around Aaron reaction. Aaron didn't think the basketball court in Sunset Park on a beautiful, on a Saturday. beautiful Saturday afternoon at 3.30 wouldn't be full. But you know what? What what we did find was better. It was even better. It we was a found, there, there is a random, uh, like... Spanish church in my neighborhood, like a Mexican Baptist church, I think that's what it's called. And we, we, I remember that they had a a basketball goal, and I decided that we were going to go there, and it worked out perfectly. It did. The cleaning lady did not call the cops or kick us out. I was really worried that was going to happen the whole time. And you know, when you're in Sunset Park with a boom mic set up and the Dawson Brothers, people tend to look. (laughs) The Dawson Brothers wearing like gang colors. So coming down the street breaking boards on each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what wonder what happened to that board? Did he just drop it in the parking lot? Probably. Oh, I think man. I think they found them in the parking lot. Oh, 
this. I'm fed up dismissing the competition. You're hopeless. I'm trash. They're efficient. All right, Cookie, for your match this week, you got Kurt Angle against Yuji Nagata. Yes, yes, I do. And this takes place at Global Impact. So what did it was? Whatever the hell that is. So I, it, it, it was definitely a New Japan wrestling match, right? And uh, I think TNA was struggling, and they're like, hey, that's our wrestler. We're going to let him do that if you give us the footage. So that was Global Impact. Ah, okay. Well... That's strike one. <laughs> strike two, you gave me Mike Tanay. Mike Tanay on commentary. Mike Tanay. Oh, wait, it's better than who was the other guy? The guy that, that Don, uh, uh, not Don, Don West. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> He's trying to sell you a. a, a, a sounds like a used car sale. Yeah, a, a, a used car the entire time. <laughs> oh, man. Um, give me one memorable Don West line. You got one for me? Uh, no, not from from this match? Yeah, from this no. match. From any match that you can think of? <laughs> no. Trash commentary. Man. They're this awful. Horrible. And Mike, Mike Tanay. Dreadful. And, uh, my favorite part of your match, and, and we'll, we'll maybe talk about this in a little bit. Yeah. They're like, let's hear what the original Japanese commentators <laughs> say. And they give it like two seconds. And like, it's a, a point where the Japanese commentators are just silent. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. all right, back to our commentating. <laughs> and it, it was just terrible it commentating. I, it, you, we should have put it on mute the whole time. It would have been a lot more enjoyable watching it with the Japanese commentators. Uh, 100%, man. I, I miss the Japanese commentators. <laughs> yeah. It's like I know what they're saying, but I don't know what they're saying right. at the same time. Anyway, Yuji Nagata, 17th straight time wrestling in the Dome, in the Tokyo Dome. Yep. He's a big name. He's a hot commodity. Daniel Bryan actually called him one of the greatest wrestlers ever. He Yuji was also he still wrestles now. He wow. he had a couple matches against Minoru during the pandemic. Like he has had matches Shit. recently, and he is still a badass. He's, and he he's gotta be he like was like 40s, forty. Right? He was like forty during this match, so he's probably in his fifties now. He's probably around the same age as, as Minoru. But then you, Yuji was also considered one of their aces. So kind of how like Tanahashi is yeah. now. Yeah. He was somebody that they built their promotion around in the early 2000s. Oh, okay. And that was a weird time for Japanese wrestling. Correct? It was right. a weird time for New Japan, especially because they were trying to get more into MMA style wrestling. Uh, so it yeah, was, dude. they were trying, Anoki tried to have, like he had this, this vision in his head that he wanted more legitimacy with his professional wrestlers. So he would send them to like pride fights and make them fight in pride fights. And like his people that he's building his promotion around are getting their asses kicked in one round against somebody that is a deadly trained fighter yes. that has been training in MMA their entire life. And this is just taking away legitimacy from his NJPW guys. And it was just a weird time. So NJPW was on the decline. Yeah. And you see them trying to infuse new names gotcha. like Brock Lesnar. They, they bring Brock Lesnar in. Yeah. They bring in Kurt Angle. They bring in these things just to bring like an attraction just to stay alive in this promotion. So it's kind of interesting that both companies were on the decline at the, t at the time. Yes. And they both came together to try and work something out. Yes. And Brock Lesnar leaves for the MMA. Yes. <laughs> Ironic. Yes. But Yuji uh, Nagata is going up against Kurt freaking Angle. Right. We all know him. Broken freaking neck. Broken freaking neck, man. Trying to get a gold medal. And he won the gold medal. That's right. But they keep calling it the third belt. That's what they're going for. Yeah, I, I wasn't understanding you know that with means? that. No. Okay, okay. Well, they're going for the IWGP World Heavyweight title. Right. For some reason, that's the third belt. I don't know. But anyway, I knew this match was going to be a barn burner. Right. Let's get to the countdown. 
Cookies top four, number one. So this is my first Yuji match, correct? I don't think I've had him. You before. may have had another one, but I, I do not remember. So, okay. so I I wasn't sure how these guys would work this match, but thankfully we have English commentary, even though it's shitty. <laughs> I know what the hell they're saying. I I get a little bit of information about Yuji. I realize that Yuji he's a striker, and he's got those deadly uh, leg kicks right. that he likes to use. But the storytelling in this match is really what gets, like, the number one spot. Kurt starts working Yuji's strongest weapon, and that's his legs. Right. Um, he puts him in a figure four. Surely, you know, this will come back to hurt Nagata as the match progresses. Um, hopefully they do that great storytelling. And they did. We'll go to the next one. I, I will say that I did like a, an aspect of the storytelling that I did like from the commentaries. We're talking about how comparable these two athletes were mm-hmm. when they were saying that, yes. like, they're about the same size, they're yeah. about the same build, and they have a very similar background. Yuji being a national champion in collegiate-style wrestling in yes. Japan, yes. and Kurt Angle being a, a national champion. So they, they, there was a lot of parity yeah. between the two wrestlers. And, I, and I'm and i so glad that it wasn't hold, not, I guess, hold for hold. It wasn't grappling. Right. It wasn't a lot of grappling. It was more of... There's a lot of submissions mm-hmm. and a lot of technical stuff, and it's right. a, gr- a great technical match, which is what it should have been. Right. Considered them both, they're both being you know comparable. Like right. That. But um, number this two, this was a technical masterpiece. Nagata is working the arm and shoulder to prevent the ankle lock, uh, and then Nagata progresses to a cross face. He's torquing the shoulder, and then Kurt shifts into an ankle lock swiftly, and Nagata reverses back to a cross face. I mean, these guys are just going back and forth between holes. And it looks like they're doing it just seamlessly. Like, they've done this before millions of times. Have they worked together before? I don't think so. And it's funny, Yuji, when his excursion was WCW. So he has worked Mm. with Americans before. And he he obviously, maybe the language barrier, maybe not as much. But you know there still is a language barrier when these guys are trying to do their work. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, I mean... It didn't look like there was a language barrier between these no, two No, not at all. These cats were just killing it in the ring. Let's go to the next one. Number three, as as somebody drops a big container at the, the state port behind us. I mean, you can see the cranes from here. Right. Like, it's, it's, I just saw a right train there. go by. Just like. <laughs> you were so close to the port. Right. I didn't realize you were this close. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Kurt rolled over uh, in the crossface, shifted his feet, hit an angle slam. Beautiful transition, man. But only a two count. So this, uh, they're working. This is where they're. Uh, this is not. Is this the heat spot? Is that what that's called? Uh, yeah. So where that this would heat? be a part of the heat. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're, they're, the match is starting to pick up, obviously. And this is around the time where I was going to talk about them cutting the commentary to the Japanese commentary, yeah. and they try to sell it by saying like, you know, the Japanese commentary. They're so excited they're about so this ex- match, but the crowd Silence. is so quiet, <laughs> right? Because they're trying to, you know, be respectful towards the athletes. TNA. Just TNA. It, it, yeah, I can't believe that promotion's still around. I, I can't believe it anyway. Uh, the honorable mentions. I'm going to jump to that before I get to number four. Kurt's moonsault in this match. Not good, man. Kurt, like, he under-rotates. He almost catches his head on the mat. I'm surprised he still does this move with all the neck issues that he has. It's Kurt Angle. It's Kurt fucking Angle, though. I know. He's, he wants to fuck, he, he wants to make. He wants to have a show. He wants. Every match that he's in, he gives it his all. Except yeah. for his last few years, which I think he were gave a little it. He sad. just didn't have anything to give. Yeah, he didn't have much to give. No. But he, he definitely, you could tell that, that this was, this may not have been peak Kurt Angle mm-hmm. athleticism. It may yeah. be just right after it, but he still 
had enough left in the tank to yeah. give a show. I mean, and he's he's got two titles. I mean, I didn't even say this, but he has the Impact title and he also has the IWGP title. Right. So he's looking he's looking strong, and I guess he wants to keep that image, which I understand. But that moonsault was not the move, man. Obviously, Yuji <laughs> moved out of the way, and it just it did not look good. I uh, I don't know, but it the match still was amazing. Uh, and then how about that belly to belly from the top rope? Almost sent him across the right. ring. Right. Amazing. But the very last one. Number four. Holy shit. Kurt looked like a badass by the end of the match, in which you know the damage of that left leg from the figure four came back to haunt Nagata. Kurt turns around and sits on Yuji's leg in this ankle lock position. I've never seen this before, but he made this match just an epic ending because he sits on it. It almost looks like a scorpion death lock with an ankle lock. And then he just grapevines it, makes Yuji tap. And then they both embrace each other at the very end of the match, hug it out. They raise each other's hand. This is a beautiful technical match. A lot of people may not like it because it's so technical. I loved it. I'm giving it four and a half cookies because of that fucking commentary, man. That's Mike <laughs> Tanay and Don West. So, so these two competitors give you their all in a in a 25 minute classic. Yeah. And you have to take Jesus Christ, what is going so on? I think they're unloading <laughs> boulders. So many I think they're dropping boulders on and dump laughing trucks. and they're giggling every single time. <laughs> they hear the same boulder. Hey, do it again. <laughs> do it again. Those little assholes are giggling over there. Uh, so make it sound like we're doing something. <laughs> <laughs> so you're taking it away from two schmucks that that are talking about the match. Well, like Mike always says, it took me out of the match. It took me out of the match, and just hearing Don West trying to sell me a goddamn car the entire time. Oh, would you look at this? Like I just like I can't I can't deal with it. I can't. Four and a half cookies. Still a stellar match. All right, all right, sounds good. With a nasty voice. For the high spot this week, it's a little bit different. Tolbert, we are doing something that maybe uh, we haven't had in a little while. Uh, I was surprised and surprised and uh, and uh, thrilled when you gave me this when I opened up the little uh, document there. This is the Nasty Boys. Visit the Maryland Science Center. (laughs) (laughs) So what you have is not even a match. No. (laughs) It's two men that are professional wrestlers going to the Maryland Science Center. In in downtown Baltimore, Maryland. Um, So you guys, most of y'all know the Nasty Boys. This is... Uh, this is probably what, like mid '90s, early '90s. I, I looked it up. This was 1995, so okay. it's directly in the middle. I, I like the production company plug at the beginning. Was it like Turner House <laughs> Films? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, this was on some shitty VHS. Oh yeah, yeah. Somebody <laughs> you know? recorded it directly, and this was before the pay per view even started. The, yeah. the people had to watch this. All right, so we have the Nasty Boys. Y'all know them. They're the tag team with the spiky hair. The Nasty Boys. The they're tie-dyed in their long trench coats. Just uh, awesome tag team. One of my favorites when I was a kid. Uh, all the kids loved them. But, uh, We've said it before. You are the third nasty boy. <laughs> I think I might be, especially when you take me to Reggie's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I turned into the third nasty. Uh, so, yeah, they, they're 
they're stoked, right? And it, they're, they're very excited they're really to learn. Good at promos, they're they're really good. I, I don't know I if they're really say. good. No. I don't know if they're good at any of that. I think they're just really excited about the science center. <laughs> I think that's exactly two <laughs> two idiots being put into a yeah. science uh, learning experience. Yeah, we get some shots of uh, downtown Baltimore. We get some shots of the harbor. I've actually been there once or twice. Um, what the hell is going on hey, here? Come on, Hound This dog. is Cookie's fault. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I, I think the uh, tourism board paid Knox <laughs> yes, 1,000%. Oh, this city's too clean for us. And yeah. like, Sags, cause he's like, there's no trash. There's no <laughs> running buses. There's no sewers smoking. I was like, dude, probably like a block over. Somebody's getting yeah. shot yeah. in Baltimore. Yeah, dude, no. Have I've you been watched the, the Wire? There's tons of garbage in the harbor. <laughs> yeah, there's garbage everywhere. Baltimore's not as pretty yeah. as they make it out to. I like Baltimore, but it's definitely not as pretty as the nasty boys make it out <laughs> no, to. So they, uh, they cash that check. Um, so here's a highlight of the Science Center. Okay. Right? Uh, the boys' center. Uh, we get a shot of Knobs uh, building a Lego <laughs> castle with some kids, and he calls it the Nasty Castle. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we pan out. Sags goes, hey, what does this button do? And he pushes a button, and it simulates an earthquake. Right. And it knocks it all down. And Knobs uh, is generally upset that he's knocked <laughs> down his castle. And he was like, hey, you idiot. Redo it. You should have made it earthquake-proof. Uh, we cut to, um, you know, the, the giant static balls. You've probably seen them when you were kids. You go to a science this museum. This part made me laugh more than <laughs> yeah, any part in the fucking You thing. touch it, and it builds up static electricity. makes your hair stand up, you know. Knobs uh, gets up on it, and Sags goes, hey, look at his hair standing up, which was, you know, a dumb joke because it's he's a It's already, hair. yeah. He but the guy charges it up, and his mullet starts to <laughs> frizz <laughs> out and stand up. It is great. Um you can tell he really wants to get off of it, and you think he's going to beat up the guy running it. He's yeah. like, come on, you fucking nerd, get me off this thing. And this is the point where Nobs and Sags get separated. Okay. So Nobs has to uh, explore the science center. On his, his own, own. Trying to find his tag team oh, Which I, I argue that Sags is the dumber of the two, <laughs> and having to learn on his own is, is, is quite the, uh, the, yeah, the, so, the task. Uh, so, so Nobs is uh, searching for his buddy, make sure he doesn't get into trouble. He, he breaks himself away from the static electricity <laughs> machine because uh, he's getting shocked. He's yelling. He, he does not right. like it. Right? right. So he's going through. He's like, hey, man, you see my friend? He's missing tooth, mohawk, big guy <laughs> to everybody. Uh, and he gets little clues, which uh, lead him to the touch tank. Right. Is his, uh, <laughs> his first stop on his adventure. Right. I love that the kids are like, oh, you mean Jerry Sags? And he's like. <laughs> Yeah, Sags. <laughs> yeah. He's in the Everyone touch knows tank. who you are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're only two grown men in the science center <laughs> <laughs> that don't work here. <laughs> <laughs> that have nasty boys written on their stuff. <laughs> so um, he gets intrigued by the touch tank immediately. Uh, he picks up a starfish, and this is something that we <laughs> joked about all night last night because he turns the starfish over immediately, and he's chuckling. <laughs> he points to the center. He goes, hey, this looks like Sister Sherry's face <laughs> we were joking he so badly wanted to say butthole <laughs> you, you know that he was like this looks like sister sherry's be uh face face i think he said it in the first take and they're like cut <laughs> dude you can't say that. this is a children's program the baltimore uh the baltimore science division are not happy with that one <laughs> no. he asked the lady if he's seen his friend sags and he picks up a horseshoe crab <laughs> he's like yeah it kind of looks like this yeah. and she's like oh yeah 
He's over here. Oh, you mean Jerry Sags? Yeah. So he ventures through a rainforest. Uh, he thinks it's a little hot for his liking. <laughs> Which he like. He said, it's getting nasty in here. <laughs> yeah. So kind of changes his opinion on the rainforest. He likes it. This leads us to the meetup of the boys at the Dolphin Tank. The greatest, <laughs> the greatest montage in the history. It is amazing. You sent me a screenshot. Of Nob sitting there, just generally smiling, uh, just glowing. And you know he's, that's not like a, a work. It's not smile. a shoot. No, no, no. It is a shoot. <laughs> it is a shoot. He is actually. It's having, not a work. It is a shoot. He has a a, a great time looking at those dolphins. He that is, is a man that loves fucking dolphins. Those dolphins. <laughs> the boys meet up, and he says, "Sax, where you been?" He's like, "Hey, man, these kids locked me in a submarine. I couldn't get there for an hour." I think Snags just snuck off and hot boxed the submarine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he totally got hot. You know he did. But uh, we get a great montage of the dolphin show. They're flipping, doing tricks. You see the boys petting them. They're waving <laughs> bye to the guys. The dolphins they are waving love it. <laughs> They love it. Um, so we get to the last scene of the boys sitting and front of a big pile of steamed Maryland crab which, just which sucking it down. I will say one of the funniest things, and it was very unintentional, it was for the last three minutes of this video, they were talking about sea life and conservation and all that stuff and all of a sudden they cut to the boys <laughs> eating a crab crabs. <laughs> like just breaking the leg Rob's off a crab like one in his mouth holding it, like he's <laughs> pondering the day yeah. and he's like hey man wake up finish your crab we gotta go to super brawl so i guess the boys made it to super brawl reeking of they, seafood they did yeah just smelling like old bay and then they lost they went to lose uh, against uh the harlem heat Later uh, that night. Maybe, maybe that's why they sent him to the science center to cheer him up a little bit yeah. before having to eat that loss. You got to do the job, but here, here's some, here's some have fun. Have some fun, boys. Yeah, have some you fun. You know, the road's not all bad. You, you got to you get your kicks on the road. I want to hear it. I all do right. want to hear the haiku. <laughs> the boys seek knowledge. <laughs> Don't think they learned anything. Nope. <laughs> Let's go smash some crab. That's right. <laughs> Well, folks, you got to hear everything today. You got to hear Barney, my brand new uh, neighbor's dog. He's a hound dog. You got to hear the, the North Carolina State Port. This has been a science excursion of our own today. Have you, have you learned anything? No. All right. I learned <laughs> that you are very close to the port, which I did not know. You did know that. How did know you know this, this close? It's I mean, right you there. Could run, you could basically run to the port. Well, it's your fault, Cookie. This is your fault. We could probably get in trouble for recording a podcast this close to the port. They're, they probably think that we're terrorists at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Anyways. Okay, this won't happen again. No, no. more rugby. No more rugby. I tool. actually enjoyed it. This is nice getting out in the and and feeling the the nice cool fall air. Yeah, it could gonna, be a little cooler, right? No, very for November, for November yeah, it could be cool. Mike is still here. Mike hasn't said a word in the last fifteen minutes. Ooh. Mike's ready to go watch some Masters uh, golf. Mike, uh, tell me about some golf this weekend. Are, are you winning money? Uh, I was looking really good coming out of Thursday. Problem is they had a, they got rained out Thursday, so they had to finish the first round on the second day and then start, and then it kind of got backlogged. Um, I was looking real good, and then now I don't think I'm going to win any. Unless so Justin Elliot's Thomas not going to college. <laughs> no, probably not, not. Not on that anyway. Elliot's going to a nice technical school. I, just need, okay. I need Justin H Thomas Hudson to might. shoot a, shoot two more birdies and hold on to that top five finish. I'll win a couple bucks. <laughs> well, cool. All the hope is riding on, on Hudson at this point. <laughs> Elliot, sorry. Sorry, Elliot. <laughs> Elliot, you get to break things for the rest of your life and work on things. All right. Thank you for listening to $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast.